On the podcast today, we have the incredible Libby McGowan. Check out her Facebook Live sale on July 5th and 19th. She will also be at Hugger Mugger Brewery in Sanford, North Carolina for First Friday on July 7th. She will also be at the Pint Size Pasture Day, PopCon at the Lee County Library on August 19th, and the Carolina Indie Fest in Sanford on September 29th and 30th. Welcome to You're Still Doing That. Sitting next to me is... Libby McGowan. Hey, Libby. And what are we going to talk about today? (laughs) 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 Libby's got a whole bunch of stuff to tell us today. (laughs) Don't you worry. Let's get into her story. (laughs) What am uh, welcome. I still doing? I don't know. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> this is our sixth episode of You're Still Doing That? And uh, where everyday people can talk about uh, what they did as a kid that they still like to do today. And tens of people are going to listen to it. All right, Libby. So I asked you before. I'm going to help you fill in the blank. Yeah. I've known Libby for about a decade or so. Uh, Libby yeah. and my wife were CrossFit buddies way back in the day. And... Um, But now, instead of uh, a CrossFitter, we know Libby as a photographer. Uh, We know her as for her spiritual needs. We know her as metaphysical. We know her as astrological. We know her as an energy healer. We know her as a healing artist. And we know her as a gym slinger, (laughs) which is my favorite title. Uh, Does that about sum it up, Libby? Or do you got any extra titles to add to your name? Um, That pretty much sums it up. I have... Uh, come up with a title to kind of hold all that, and it's called a soul helper. I love soul helper. Yeah. So, so uh, Libby also has a healing art studio. Am I saying that yes. right? Healing art studio. Yes. Thank you, Chrissy, for that. It's a very, it's a very small <laughs> healing art studio, but yes, <laughs> yeah. And it's called Consolate, and uh, she did have a brick and mortar store, and now yep. she's moved it to her lovely home. Uh, what kind of services can you provide people when they come and visit Consulate? Um, so I I do energy healing. I um, am an archangelical archangelic light master, and that's my modality that I tend to go towards more than Reiki. But um, very similar in a sense that we're working with energy and helping people heal, helping them heal themselves. Um, also read tarot and uh i'm kind of like a a un um certified counselor in a lot of ways for people that just need to have somebody listen and to help them work through things yeah a lot of times people just just uh, being able to listen um is a big help yep. um you know for lots of wonderful services let's get into how you started all this libby <laughs> All right, so uh, let's start with the photography side first. Oh, gosh. Uh, Libby is a top-notch uh, wedding photographer, engagement photographer, kind of photographer of all occasions. Uh, but she's done weddings all over the world, not just in our little hometowns here in North Carolina. How did you get into photography? Um, I started shooting in 2005, 2006, and just... As an art student, it was just kind of a natural progression. Um, after years of working retail, I, you know, was just playing with cameras and stuff. And 
it turned into something much bigger. I had no idea and started shooting weddings and didn't know, have any idea what I was doing, <laughs> but um, it like evolved. Me in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it evolved over years. And um, yeah, so I've now photographed weddings in Jamaica and um, a couple of other destination weddings around the United States. Um, it's, it's been an incredible journey. So yeah, Libby goes all over the place for, for weddings. She is uh, definitely an elite photographer. If you're looking for somebody, she, um, uh, she's definitely the one you want if you can afford her, because I would surely hope that she costs a lot of money <laughs> because your stuff is outstanding Thank you. and people find you from all over the place. Yeah. Um, so I need to talk to you about how you get your name everywhere because yeah. I could use that for my podcast too. I don't know how to do that, but people, I mean, I they, say my circle is small, but it, it, my circle is big, but it's small. It's, it's a hundred, almost 98% referral. Um, I have incredible clients that tell, you know, talk about me to their friends and family and it just goes from there and evolves. It's amazing. Yeah, everybody. Fine. Uh, and what is your photography's business name if they're looking it's for Libby it? It's Libby McGowan Photography. Yeah, yeah fine. Libby McGowan yeah. Photography. She's no joke. She's She's got it down <laughs> pat. Um, where do you, what is the most uh, stunning uh, uh, wedding uh, that you've done? Um, it's hard because you fall in love with almost right? each one as you do them. So... There, I mean, I have a favorite venue to shoot in. It's in downtown Raleigh. It's Marymount Wynn. It's just, it was built for photographers. It's incredible. Um, shooting in Jamaica is an, is wild and amazing and spending time with families because I go down there as a guest generally and I spend time on the beach with them and hang out with them. Um, but yeah, I really... It's not so much about the place. It's more about the feeling, the couple that I'm working with, their family. Um, it's it, Everything's all about feeling to me. So yeah, You can see where that counselor side is <laughs> where it grew out of because you don't just get a photographer, though, but yeah. you get a, a part of us. So she becomes part of your wedding. Yeah, and, um, absolutely. And, yeah, just fabulous all around. Uh, what was, uh, like some of the craziest fun wedding that you've got to shoot where it was just nuts, all the stuff happening? Um, I should have done more research on this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've shot weddings where they've had fireworks at the end. Um, I've shot weddings where we've been on trolleys and, um, just all over, uh, rooftops and, um, different things but like i mean there've been like uh weddings where like all of a sudden the groom has his shirt off and he's dancing around i mean it's just it's it's a it's a very interesting uh profession i guess right you get to see if you hang around long enough for pictures and if the bar's been open long enough yeah, you yeah. get to really see There's everyone's personality There's a big difference between a dry wedding and or a, a wine and beer wedding and right. an open bar wedding uh, completely totally different yeah I could tell you which one I would prefer Yeah, yeah I bet that would be a lot of fun Um what is your favorite style of wedding to shoot Um just where two people are crazy in love with each other Yeah Yeah do you like um do you like the like the huge wedding parties or do you prefer like no, a smaller wedding? I party? I mean there's I said no, but I I there's beauty in both. Um 
Seems like the smaller part, you'd be heart, more versatile. Yeah, the and you get the, to know them. Yep, better. yep. The more intimate. Um, I have been a witness at a wedding. That that's a great story. Yeah. I was at Bridal Veil Falls, um, or Triple Broad. I don't know. It's is one of the waterfalls in Asheville, and um, or in the mountains. And I was one of the uh, the witnesses. We hiked up, and they got married on the waterfall. But nice. um, so yeah, so that was super super intimate because there was only four of us. Uh, so yeah, I, I like the smaller. I I really just as I'm as I'm growing older, I really like older couples. Um, working with them, uh, LGBTQ couples have a very soft spot in my heart uh and i love working with them but yeah um <laughs> where is a wedding or uh, what's the dream spot that you'd like to shoot that you haven't shot a wedding at yet wow um that's kind of an easy question don't you think <laughs> <laughs> uh well it, it it might be for me but and no one else probably knows. Uh, i mean you. like i would love to shoot a wedding in iceland but um yeah, they have great photographers over there, and I wouldn't want to take away from their photographers. But yeah, uh, any like Ireland, Scotland, UK would be amazing. Um, but yeah, Iceland would be top of my list. Uh, Libby, how many weddings do you shoot in a year? Do you think? Oh wow! So I used to, I used to shoot about twenty four a year. Oh, yeah. oh, that's not all year because wedding season is Mm-mm. not usually in not North all North Carolina. Year. Our wedding season is generally from March to November. Yeah, so you're, um, you're raking in most weekends. I did, yes, yeah. for a long time. And it slowly started coming down um, over the years. Uh, I started pulling back a little bit, and my couples became more um, intentional, I guess, uh, with me finding the people that I needed to work with. Um, so that, that I translate that is you had <laughs> more people asking for weddings than you could handle. Yeah. So you could be a little more selective, which yeah. a couple that you were interested with. Yeah. So now generally like this year, um, a handful. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of the way I've modeled my business in the last couple of years. Well, that's a good segue. Are you coming down <laughs> off of uh, of um, taking weddings or doing wedding photography? Um, your uh, business model, instead of just shooting pictures, you've you've transitioned more to the metaphysical side um, and bringing in all kinds of things. Um, yeah. When did you first start um, getting into uh, metaphysical stuff? I'm trying to think of a better way of saying no, that. Uh, spiritual stuff. Uh, well, I mean, like it, start, it probably started with tarot. I think I had a tarot deck when I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. Um, and I would always go to tarot when I needed to get out of my head and feel like I could get answers from another source. Now, can we have an explanation of what tarot is? Because I think some people... When they think of tarot, they think of casting a spell right, of some sort right. no. or just whatever they've happened to see in a movie or something. Yeah, it's, so what I, exactly is the practice I of tarot? I see myself as a channel um, for uh, messages that your higher self needs to hear. So basically, if someone was coming for a tarot reading from me, for me, from me, uh, it it is a little bit of a therapy session because it's it's I'm not I'm not a oh this is gonna happen I'm not a psychic I'm not like let's just put that out there I'm not I don't have any mediumship abilities I'm not gonna 
you know, tell you what's going to happen in the future kind of thing. Um, Will I be rich? I know, right? No, I don't need a psychic. <laughs> um, but what, what I try and help people do is to look at it, look at whatever problem they're facing or whatever, you know, decision or fear or whatever they are asking about or worried about. I try and get them to take a step back and look at it from a different perspective. Um, get a little bit out of the 3D mindset and just kind of pull back and see what the bigger picture is and different ways that they can go about approaching it, being prepared for it, that kind of thing. So it's, it's divination. Yes. But it's also like, um, I don't know. How do you do all that through tarot? Um, well, there's spreads. You do spreads, um, different spreads. I don't do anything fancy or anything like that. I just go with what I'm inspired to do. And, and I, I read the cards. I've, right. I've done a lot of certifications and stuff like that. So I read the cards, but I also interpret them with my client as to how it plays into their life. I got you. Usually some tears. <laughs> well, therapy session uh, usually has lots of tears. Yeah. If it's working pretty well, yeah. Yeah. it has lots of tears or lots of ahas. Yeah, exactly. Or when you finally discover something. Yeah. And it, anytime you can talk through things with somebody, whether if it's a licensed therapist or psychiatrist or your tarot reader, um, all of that is really good yeah. to work through Absolutely. and talk through things. Absolutely. Now... Um, Photography is pretty safe and vanilla, but <laughs> but tarot and Reiki and other stuff we're going to talk about, um, uh, that sometimes can bother folks. And then for other people, they're, they're all, they're good with it. They're ready for something different. They're like, oh, that's wonderful. Uh, how have you found our little neck of uh, North Carolina to be uh, for your business? Yeah. So when I opened up Constellate, I was very quiet about it. I say that um, I opened in August of 2021 and um, I joined the chamber that fall and we did a ribbon cutting in November. So it was kind of quiet um, for the first couple of months. I was scared to, well, there's a lot of imposter syndrome with being right. a healer um, or a healing channel. Uh, and so I was scared to kind of put myself out there. That's that's where this whole moving the, sh the shop here um, or my healing space here and not having the crystal, quote unquote, crystal shop in town. Um, it was easy for me after all my retail experience for me to throw myself into selling crystals and be like, hey, you know, this is what I have to sell. Right. Instead of product. selling who yep. I was and what I'm here yep. to do. And so um, there was just kind of like this revelation just recently that that's not my path. Yes, this town loves the crystals that I choose and uh, handpick for them. And I still want to offer that to this community, um, but just do it in a different way. So I do live sales on Facebook Live. Um, I also, you know, have all the stuff here set up like I did at the shop, but it's not a retail space. Um, the way I think we t this is supposed to be talked about later, but the way that people can come in and shop is they can book an appointment with me right. for energy session or tarot or whatever, and then they can actually have a personalized shopping experience with me. Or I'll be doing vendor events like I usually do first Friday at Hugger Mugger. It's always a great experience for me. Um, 
And then I have uh, another one on the 14th, a pint-sized pasture on Fire Tower Road. So I still want to offer that. I love it. Um, I'm also doing uh, Indie Fest again in September. Um, but I just felt like, in a way, I was not able to be at the space for the for a normal retail location. Right. And that was where the disconnect was. And I felt like I was letting people down because I wasn't there enough. So I had to really kind of revamp everything right. and decide. choose a path instead yep. of trying to yep. 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 walk on several paths yep. so i can be better and show up for people better well that's right uh most definitely i will say that consulate had the best lights and curtains in it uh, <laughs> mom would agree with you on that right. she made the curtain and me having spent a few <laughs> moments over there Screwing all, help, I mean, screwing it, all that it was stuff like, up. It was like breaking my heart because it, 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 it was very special. And, you know, I remember when we were doing the space here and I just looked at my mom and I said, you know, I've just realized that it wasn't the space that made it special. I made it special. Right. And so, um, I mean, it was a cute job, though. It was super yeah. cute. So but it, was, I, it was like your trial run. It was, yes, it was. You're like, I want to do this. But yeah. then you realize maybe I don't want to do it here and like this yeah right but you gotta you gotta go through those little stumbles yeah to figure out what you want to do and that's always what i thought like usually when i think back on steps i've taken some of the worst parts of my career i'm thinking if i didn't have those i wouldn't gotten to this next revelation yeah so, I mean, and I kind of got off the question there because you asked me how how receptive it was here and um like I said, I was scared, <laughs> right? Scared in this little town, um, but it was. I, I I kept saying when I opened up the shop, I was like the lighthouse. You know, I had to be right. the light to let people, people know that, that I was it. here. Yep. And people would come into the shop, and they would just be like, "We are so glad you're here. We right. are so thankful you're here." Um, and that made me feel amazing and like I could shine a little bit brighter every time like someone, you know, uh, every time someone like connected with me and said that they were also, you know, looking for this, um, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, because I mean, your shop doesn't exist anywhere. No. In town. You can't, or, and your services, I don't know about if your services are anywhere else in town, but I mean, it's hard to find because... Um, it's just not a lot of people that do do that kinds of yeah. stuff. And yeah. some people are a little scared. Yeah, and a lot of people were excited because they wouldn't have to drive to Raleigh or Fayetteville or whatever. Right. Um, and they really liked being able to come in and talk. By appointment, you can really get to know right. your client a little right. bit better, which is right. what you did in your photography business. That's your, um, that's your selling point. That's how you get repeat exactly. uh, customers. Exactly. They feel that connection. I like to deep dive. I'm a projector in human design, and um, I am the seer. I can see people better than they can a lot of times, um, and so that's that's my gift. Right now, um, if someone wants to patronize your business, yeah, here at your house, how do they go about setting up an appointment? Um, out here, they're going to need to set an appointment online. They can set up an appointment for energy healing or tarot. Um, tarot, I can do via, um, online also, if they don't want to come out here, I can also do distance healing, but, um, I think if you're local, 
you're going to want to come out here. <laughs> right. Oh, and her, her area is, it's got a super nice vibe to it. Yeah. And I'm literally only six minutes down the road from the shop. So I'm really close. Right. And so where do they go online to, to make an appointment? Uh, ConstellateNC.com. ConstellateNC.com. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely go um, check it out, everybody. I highly they recommend it. You can always it. message me too. All right. So you mentioned the word um, Reiki. Yeah. Uh, what exactly is Reiki for people that may not know? It is a healing modality um, where I, as a practitioner, channel energy into someone's body um, and helps their body, their energy centers. We have energy centers. It's our chakras. Um, and I am here to help channel energy into those to um, make them the strongest and cleanest that they can be we get trapped up with emotional trauma physical trauma um in those centers and they can cause they can show up in different ways like anxiety or depression or um, physical things yeah. and i think people are realizing that most folks have more emotional trauma than they realized yeah. before i think that's very more we hold all of yeah we hold it more apparent that's definitely in the forefront so when you get a Reiki session, uh, explain physically what's going on. Yeah. So um, you're, well, first off, when someone comes in for energy healing, I talk to them. It's not a just a, okay, get on the table. Like we, I want to talk. I want to find out what's going on. Um, I have an intake form, but I also like want to talk and figure out what, what are we working on? Um, I use a pendulum to check chakras and to see which ones are, you know, uh, fine or, um, producing well. And then the other ones that are, uh, under or blocked, um, the pendulum will show me which ones those are. And then I just channel energy. I know that sounds kind of weird, but, um, I am, I'm attuned to pull in white life source energy. All right. So when a, when a customer comes in or a client comes in for a Reiki session, they come in and we talk. Um, usually it can be 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and then they are going to lay on the table and uh, I then work on channeling energy. I usually put crystals around them um, and on their chakras. And uh, I channel energy. They may feel some heat. They may feel... Um, some lightness, especially if I'm doing archangelic light, it's a very cool energy. Um, uh, but a lot of times people go to sleep. Yeah, that's um, what I was would fight the couple yeah, times I've had it. The sleeping part is is amazing. It is and most men do fall asleep, and I think it's because it helps them accept the energy. Um, it keeps you from fighting it. Our logical brain sometimes is like, what's going on? Um, so it really, it's, I really like it when people relax that much and it just lets me do what I need to do. Um, it's all hands off. There are times where I put my hands on your head. Um, and that just is allow it allows me to connect to you. Um, and you know, it's when people get up from the table they they usually sit for a little bit and they are just like, I just feel kind of woozy. And it is, it's like, you've kind of like gone somewhere, but not really. Um, but it's, uh, it's a it's a lightness feeling when you're done. Um, most everyone that has given me feedback on their session or something, they just feel better. Um, as I was I was looking at something someone a friend posted today about 
um, a Yale study that just came out about heart attack patients and that it helps um, so much to have it after you've had a heart attack. Um, and it helps prevent, obviously. But I've, I've helped friends, actually a friend that's in Mexico, she's going in for back surgery. And so we did Reiki the day before just to make sure that um, her her energy system was in top notch and ready for the surgery. Very good. Um, I do highly recommend Reiki. It is very relaxing. Yep. And after after the session, we usually sit around. We'll talk about what you saw, what I saw, um, ways that we can help, you know, work towards healing um, any chakras that were blocked. And then um, based on what uh, session you book, we may pull cards after and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I bet you all mine are blocked. I bet they're... <laughs> But my happens. chakras are bouncing energy all kinds of wrong directions. You put that pendulum over me and it's probably going <laughs> all crazy ways. I have no idea, especially with all my joint issues. I bet they're bouncing left and right. I'm probably well overdue for a session. <laughs> um, all right, you've mentioned archangelic favorite. light a yeah. few times. Um, and I'll, I need some explanation myself. What That's exactly are best. we talking about? Um, it's funny, the stuff that you're drawn, like... The stuff that you're so like, I'm never going to do that is what you actually end up being drawn to and what you're really good at. Um, when my Reiki master was telling me about Archangelic Light, I was like, this is so stupid. This is hokey. Um, angels and stuff. And um, I went to help her with a session when she was training another Reiki um, practitioner. And we were talking and... Basically, I found out that I was already doing Archangelic Light. I did not know that that was what I was doing. Um, some of the the symptoms that I, or things that I was doing, the swaying and stuff like that. So um, she's like, you really just need to go ahead and get trained in it. And I was like, okay. Um, and it has been the biggest gift. Uh, it's working with angelic energy, not so much angels like halos and wings. Um, more of the energy of the archangels and they all have a specific purpose um, a specific healing uh, that they do and so that's why for me it's so important to talk to someone before we go into a healing session because I want to know exactly what energy I want to call in to help us um, now are we talking yeah. angels <laughs> like archangels like David and Gabriel and all that stuff, or is this a, a different flavor of that? Yeah, Archangel Michael, Raphael. It sounds like the Ninja Turtles. I'm about to say, we're going to say Donatello and Michelangelo, yeah. too. <laughs> no, there's not a Donatello. <laughs> there should be. Yeah. That, and then um, also when you're uh, attuned for, um, I'm an Archangel Master, so I can actually teach. Um, but oh, I needs to be on a shirt, Archangel Master. That <laughs> is legendary the right there. Yet, but <laughs> or a bumper sticker. That's um, great. You also learn about all the divine masculines and the divine feminines. So you can also use their energy as well. So yeah. Good. Yeah. Um so I know some people might say, Oh, all that's just a bunch of fooey fooey made up is stuff. It? Right. But <laughs> Um, I, look, I don't care what somebody believes. If it's a positive force in yeah. your life, yeah. especially if you feel called to do that positive force, then that's what it works for you. If yep. it's, if it's, uh, doing one of our standard religions, if you feel called to preach that minister or be a part of it, 
and that's bringing joy to your life and to other people around you, then that's what you're meant to do. If it's to do tarot or Reiki or angelic light, and that's bringing joy and positive to everyone around them, then that's what you're called to do. And that's, and that, that's your path. So, um, and I've always said this is one more right than the other. Yeah. I was like, that really is what you make of it. Yeah. I mean, what you put into it and what you work, because uh, none of us know what's right and none of us knows what's wrong, but we know what's working and we know yeah. what makes us feel better and helps other people. And that's where you need to follow, because yeah. if it's not making someone feel better, uh, then then you need to move that out of the way. We've got a lot of people that are making people feel bad. Uh, and that's the opposite of what we need. Yeah. So in 2016, I started my spiritual journey. I've, I've been a spiritual person, but 2016 was like the big, let's throw a bunch of angel numbers at her and stuff and make her feel like she's going insane. So that happened for a couple of years and, um, it just kind of evolved. And, uh, that was the whole thing reasoning behind constellate um i had a friend that was like you should do energy healing and i was like what um i spent all of 2019 going to a reiki master for uh energy healing once a month um which now i can look back and and know that it opened me up exactly how i needed to be um and i've told people like before they've done energy healing i'm like i'm just gonna tell you your life's gonna probably change for the better, but anything that you're, any kind of path that should open up for you, it will, um, it brings that. Um, and so I just wanted to be again, that lighthouse that, so if someone was like, I'm going crazy, like I'm seeing all these numbers and I don't know what's going on. I wanted to be that, uh, ambassador or, <laughs> you know, right. someone ushering them in to go, you're not like, congratulations, here we go, you know, and just to help them along that path. And be a focal point. So yeah, they can abso- see. absolutely. And so, you know, it's, if you'd asked me five years ago, if I thought I'd be doing this, I'd be like, you're crazy. Right. Um, but it's been the biggest gift and, um, yeah, it's wild. I love it. Yeah. Well, anything that helps clear the, clears the fog out of your brain to find that something that, you know, you're supposed to be doing a dead little light switch kicks on Yeah. and you're like, I can't do anything else but that now. Cause that, that always seems like that's what I should have been doing all along. And it's just evolved so much since then. Like, uh, um, a lot of people will say like people have been coming online or people have been awakening and it's true. Um, and, uh, in, in hindsight, it's like, this was definitely, I was here put on this path to be here for other people as they come on this path. All right, Libby. So, um, you have talked at length, at least to me and Chrissy about different retreats you've gone on. Yeah. I've taken her with me. And, and then you took her with, uh, yeah, with you to Iceland of all places that, um, which is a magnificent place. Um, what can you tell us about your retreats that you, you take your small groups on? Yeah. So I've, I've been to Iceland six times. I went first time in 2016 See, I've seen Rent six times, but that's not as <laughs> awesome as going to see Iceland six times. So I know it pretty well. Um, and I went on a solo trip in 2019, and I really needed that trip. And Iceland uh, is magnificent. It just um, it helps people heal. I don't know how else to describe it. It's uh, 
it really is same thing with tarot. It gets you out of your head. Um, and so, well, we had to take a break on 2020 because, you know, the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and I was determined to get back. And I just I wasn't able to until 2022. And I went twice. Um, we went in May. And I took five women with me. And it was remarkable. Um, uh, they fell in love with it. We did some body image work. I am a certified body, body image coach. Um, and I help people heal their relationship with their bodies. Again, soul helper. Right. Um, so uh, we did some of that. And I think that's the thing about Iceland that's amazing is like you can appreciate all the stuff that your body can do for you. We're hiking. We're not necessarily like. It's not like <laughs> Grand Canyon hiking. No, no, no. Um, but but like, you know, you're walking outdoors you're, you're, to go see what's there. You're walking behind waterfalls and, you know, you're seeing glaciers and stuff like that. And so um, it really puts everything into perspective, I think. Yeah, I know. Seeing a, touching a glacier is a bucket list item yeah. for me. Yeah. When Chrissy went with you, I was like, you better put your hands on that thing and FaceTime me when you do it. Yeah. It might be the closest I ever get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's wild because I've, I take it for granted because I have been so many times that I didn't think people would really want to do it as much as I, they did, you know? And like uh, the best part is when they've come home and, you know, they'll share things about their trip and how, um, how life changing it was. And that's where it's like, oh yeah, okay. Cause I see that and I love seeing other people see iceland through their eyes like uh, their excitement for the first time chrissy like when we went to oh, yeah. the glacial lagoon and she saw I didn't the think seals she was coming back <laughs> did not think she was coming um, back that was that was incredible so yeah i love finding joy and then we went back i went back in october a much smaller group um and uh that was fascinating and wonderful and we got to see the northern lights um when we went in may we had uh midnight sun so that was that was the first time i'd experienced that so that was really cool right so if you are interested in an iceland uh, healing yeah, trip yeah so i have some people that have been really reaching out to me about going this fall um and i'm I'm not sure if I have enough people to get a group together this fall. So if you're interested, let me know ASAP. I'll try and pull something together. If not, we'll start planning for 2024. All right, Libby. Um, with all your healing arts work, what was the moment uh, where you realized that this is what I should be doing? When was that click uh, when you were doing your healing arts? When was it that you that light went off that you're like, this, this is exactly what I should be doing? So 2020 gave me a big pause. Um, the rug was pulled out from under me as a wedding photographer. You're right. No weddings. Yeah. Um, we shot one on March 13th. Yep. That was about the last that was day. The la or maybe it was March 14th. And it was the day after Governor Cooper had pulled right. the plug. Um, and so... I got certified in tarot. I was, what do I do? You know, right. um, I was still like uh, booking and stuff like that, but weddings were getting postponed. Um, and, you know, I'm collecting unemployment as a small business owner. And I was just like, what am I going to do? You know, and I had all this free time. Um, so I dove into what I enjoy. Right. And, um, which I think a lot of other people did too. Yeah. 
yeah, it was a big pivot, especially for a lot of photographers. A lot. I was lucky that I've been able to maintain my business um, the last three years, where yeah. a lot of people had to shut their doors. Um, well, that's a testament to your name. Yeah. Uh, thank you. That was, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I just started playing, and um, I was doing some shadow work courses and I mean, it really wasn't until my friend Emily was like, you need to go and get trained for Reiki. And I was like, what? And that, that was that was early 2021. Yeah. And then, um, honestly, I, I leased the shop with an intent of it just being an office. Right. I thought it was going to be like my office for Luby McGowan Photography. And um, it evolved so fast right. so fast and just like all of a sudden it was like oh okay we're going to a gym show went to my first gym show in june i think um of 2021 and filled up the shop yep i remember your first little shop you had and it was photography and then you're like well i'm gonna try this oh, the other studio. thing yeah yeah yep. yeah and the then, studio behind the fringe yeah and then uh boom you were in another spot saying oh i'm gonna I mean, do something completely been, different yeah it is <laughs> Yeah, once you realized that you were gung ho at changing it. Yeah, we did the floors in the studio. Yeah, yeah, I remember putting that flooring down. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Main Street, um, Jonesboro has a way to go. I, I think Jonesboro will be a really cool space, but yeah, right they now they can get parking for everybody. Yeah, the oh park, my goodness, the parking's a nightmare, and it's just really loud. Um, it was very frustrating doing energy work on that street and it's mm-hmm. it's well that it's the the loud um mufflers but also like that is a thoroughfare for the fire department so yeah. it's constant fire trucks um so that was another there was just a lot of reasons to move it here uh what's your favorite tarot deck which one do you find yourself going that's to that's hard um the lightseer's tarot is what i read with for everybody Pretty much. Um, I used to let people choose and um, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I let them choose the energy and then the It feels like somebody would say, all right, Matt, uh, you are going to play this French horn for me. I'm like, oh, right, I don't right, like that one. Right, right. Because there yeah. is a specific deck that I had and I just yeah. kept getting terrible readings from it. Um, the energy was just off, so I don't use it anymore. The deck chooses the tarot How many reader. do I have? I probably have 12 tarot decks. Right. Uh, easy. I don't even know. Um, but I probably have more like 30 to 40 oracle decks. Um, difference is a lot. Of, I heard someone say the tarot is like a recipe. No, the oracle is like a recipe and the tarot is like the ingredients. So the oracle is going to be a little bit more broader. And then the tarot is going to be like the nitty gritty stuff. What's the difference between tarot and oracle? That's what I just said. Okay, you can tell I was probably listening. I was like, "What does she mean, Oracle?" You said the Oracle was so the Oracle's more like the like a general. Like, right? Was that a, know, is that a deck of cards? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, that's what I was meaning. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. And so yeah, so they're different. They're different cards by different authors. So it's a mixed deck. Yes. So you can have an Oracle for fairies or an Oracle for mermaids or, you know, um, I have uh, Rebecca Campbell's probably one of my very favorites. She does an Oracle for star seeds. Um, so like there's just all different. I have all of her decks too. Gotcha. Um, favorite tarot deck, Lightseers to read for other, for people. Um, I love uh, the good tarot. 
Uh, it's one of my very favorites. I own two copies of it. So I had one at the shop and then one at home. Um, that's probably the one. I, I, I have Fat Folks Derek tarot deck too and i love that one um but yeah light seers uh it's it i love shadow work and it is um a shadow work deck so it's it has the light but then it also has the shadow yeah i don't know if i've ever had tarot done for me so that'd be interesting i know chrissy's probably yeah trying to do something with you but my brain's so terrible i don't remember if it happened or not But it would be neat, um, especially the Reiki. It'd be interesting to see with all my messed up joint issues, yep. uh, with the pendulum was going upside down when yep. it comes over me. Um, what is your go-to stones? What do you like to carry? <sighs> this is gonna sound terrible. I don't actually carry stones on me generally. Right. Um. I always. I'm almost always wear something. Yeah. Um. Like my emerald or uh, a moonstone. Labradorite is probably my very favorite. Um, I'm really impartial to my emerald. I love it. Uh, I think that the stone chooses the person that needs it at that time. The wand chooses the yes. wizard, Harry. Yep. Yeah. So, because um, a lot of times people would come in the shop and they, or, you know, they'll sh- see me at a vendor event and they're like, well, what do I need? And I'm like, well, what are you drawn to? Um, I would be drawn to the ones that look waterish blue. Okay. that's my color. That's what I was about. That would be the instantly what I would go to just because I like the color. Aren't you a Leo though? I am a Leo. That's interesting. Well, what, what are Leos drawn to? Well, I would just think you would be drawn more to like fiery or uh orangey kind of like a tiger's eye or a cornelian or something like yeah, that i had an ex-girlfriend who liked tiger's eye so probably tainted it <laughs> <laughs> but maybe because of your fire that you need that water to calm you oh maybe that's what it so is it's the water everyone says that i always have a calming personality yeah. especially well, teaching. i wonder because i kept calling i kept telling chrissy that you were a cancer and she's like no he's not so i would i'd like to look at your chart I mean, and I'm see mislabeled. if you've got a lot of cancer in you it was a late baby it was cancer before leo uh it's it's july this we are in cancer season so yes okay oh yes. well see um well, maybe I have because no, no, I am. I'm the twenty third. People, <laughs> no. See, my mom was in labor. They let her stay in labor for like three days. Oh wow! Before they took me out. That's terrible. Uh, so I can't imagine. I tried to this come out of cancer, but I came out of Leo. Okay. Right. So yeah. maybe that's got something maybe. to do with it. Maybe. I don't know. I look at what Leos are supposed to be, and I'm like, yep, yep, yep. That's kind of me too. Yeah. I can agree with that. I do love my black obsidian. Have you seen that guy? Oh, that big thing? Yeah. Oh, I do like it. You know, it, that's lava glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. Yeah. So. Um, I don't wear... I used to wear stones when I was running a lot, and then I don't know why I took them off. Maybe I shouldn't have, because that's when my hip gave out. Oh, <laughs> maybe. maybe. I mean, I, me. I'm totally all for people carrying them i don't know why i don't um i put them around my classroom at school um, yeah whatever that the black stone is that takes up negative energy those things are probably rotten in my classroom by now they've soaked up so much i need new ones yeah (laughs) i just i i surround myself with them especially now that i have the space and everything and they're they're all in my home and you can buy them at a discount too well yeah Yeah. (laughs) what is your favorite incense divine temple divine temple it smells like a buddhist temple to me 
It's oh, yeah. amazing. I have to get a box from you. Yeah. What do you do when you feel like you need energy work? Mm, let me tell you. Or you like most guilty. people, they, they put off trying to fix themselves. Yeah, they work I'm on other people. guilty of that. Um, a lot of people are like, well, you can just do Reiki on yourself. And let me tell you, yes, you can. Uh, you absolutely can. It's you, not the same, I would when think. When you're tuned, uh, Reiki 1, you can do Reiki on yourself. It's not the same. Yeah. Um, because you can't let go fully. Um because right. you're worried about hand placements and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, you can do it kind of just like put a Band-Aid on. But when I – I'm I'm fortunate to have other practitioners that are friends, that are close friends, that, you know, we will Reiki share with each other. Um, I don't do it often enough. I need to – I need to be better at that for myself right. and take time for myself. Because um, it's – I, it's so funny after I've had it done, I just get like a chatterbox. It's like <laughs> it, my energy gets peaked so high that I'm just like, <laughs> um, so it's always it, like, like I said, you know, when people, people ask me that like clients, they're like, well, how often should I come? And I'm like, well, you'll know, you'll right. know when you need it. Um, I don't try and like put anybody in some kind of like six month plan or anything right. like that. Um, but I, I feel like you will physically feel it when it's time. All right, Libby. Um, so we're going to about ready to close this out. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. I oh, ask every guest, every guest, the exact same ones. Okay. Exact same questions. They don't have anything to do with photography or metaphysical okay. or anything. Just okay. rapid fire questions. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? Um, God, really? Yeah. That's hard. I see yeah. beauty all the time. Like all the time. That's, that's, yeah. I photograph it. I see it. Right. Um, so which whew, one that sticks uh, out that'd be in your top Well, ten? okay. One of my very favorite pictures that I've ever taken is um, Stocksness in Iceland. It looks, it it's a, it's a mountain range, I guess is what you call it on the East Coast. And it it looks computer generated. It's like something that you. It's hard to explain. I knew you were going to say Iceland. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't I like or when you just go, you walk over the the like mounds over at the Glacier Lagoon and you and you then like over the peak of it and then you walk and you see the glacier. It's like mm. it's unbelievable. I Diamond Beach. Like I can't. Yeah, all of Iceland. What's your favorite smell? Um. Wow. I do love jasmine. Ah, jasmine's a good smell. Yeah. We had some in California. We had a big bush of jasmine. I always smelled that. That's a good one. Do you have incense? Jasmine incense? Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm, I have to get some mm-hmm. of that, too. What's your favorite sandwich? Ooh, I love Cafe Vesuvio's uh, meatball sub. Meatball subs. God, they have the best meatballs, <laughs> yes. What's your favorite kind of drink? Any kind of drink? Cheer one. What makes you happy every single time it happens? Seeing a rainbow. Yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah. Seeing a rainbow. That's one of my signs. Uh, if you could, if you could give your kid self one little nugget of advice. Oh Lord! Did I talk about how I work on inner child healing with people? You have not <laughs> talked about that. But I'm interested. That's one of the first things I say. Every guest has said the same, pretty much the same oh, answer. Really? They've said it in different ways. Which I found interesting. She is absolutely perfect just the way she is. Yeah, everybody's been very she similar. to hear that. 
All right, so Libby, I always ask each guest uh, to nominate someone. Who do you think would be good on the podcast? Somebody that's doing something now that they still had an interest in as a kid. Well, one of my friends, um, she nominated me for a blog yeah. um, a couple months ago. So I would love to give the favor back to her and nominate May Hemmer. Do you know who May Hemmer is? I do not. She is a cosplay slash burlesque performer. She's amazing. I love she it. Hand, well, she's just a seamstress. She's incredible. Um, but yeah, I think she'd be great. Yeah, and I'm really glad I got you on because um, I was really wanting to find some female voices. Yeah. Because the only people that's been reaching out to me have been male voices. They all want to talk about their. Oh thing. yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, I need some female voices to talk about yep. what they do. And um, what kind of cosplay does... Uh, what, say your name again. Gosh. Well, it's that's her stage name, May yeah. Hammer. May like, Hammer. Yeah, okay. Hammer. Hammer. Like, like, Mayhem. Right, him. Yeah. Mayhem. Yeah, Mayhemmer. <laughs> I got it. So what kind of cosplay does May Hammer do? Oh, just all kinds of stuff. She she is one of the judges at PopCon. Yeah. Um, All right, then the I library. might remember yeah. if I see when I see her. Um, I mean, does she do? I was like, don't this... ask me about cosplay because I don't know anything about right, cosplay. Okay. Um, I'll just cut all that bit out. I don't know, but she, well, she does the Viking experience too. Right. Like, I didn't know so, if she was typical. But she goes to like all these cons. Like, does she what does do that like mean? here? I'm a, I'm a Jedi or I'm a stormtrooper. Oh, she, she or... creates a new outfit every time. Like, yeah. she's incredible. I didn't know if she did the, the standard cosplay stuff, like superheroes. Marvel, that kind of stuff, or if she was doing like her, her anime, own. anime, yeah, okay, like if she did, you know, stereotypical she, cosplay. anime, she does all of it, all of it, okay. all of it. I've seen her do like Marvel people. I've yeah, seen yeah. her do anime. I've seen her do like I think she's working on a um, Beauty and the Beast gown right now. So it's like all over, gotcha. yeah, all, right. all over. Yeah, the I didn't place. know if she had her own persona. That she she does. I mean, oh, well, I mean, like, I don't know, but right. she's incredible. Thanks again for being on the show, Libby. If anybody wants to meet Libby in real life, just make an appointment at the Consulate website. Consulate website. Uh, what was the website again, Libby? ConstellateNC.com. Yeah, I'm such a Neanderthal. ConstellateNC.com. Remember, folks, whatever makes you happy, go out there and do it. There's a lot of life out there to live. Take time to enjoy it. Everybody have a good week.